0: What a victory Monday this has been for this city. Oh, my goodness. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you on a Monday edition of Locked On Lions, the second Monday edition that we've done uh, today, at least on this calendar day, January 15th. Happy MLK Day, everybody. Unlocked on, on Lions leading up to Tuesday, January 16th, Detroit getting ready to find out tonight who they will be facing on Sunday at 3 o'clock, either Tampa Bay or Philadelphia, after yesterday's impressive and unbelievable 24-23 win over the Rams on Sunday Night Football to win their first Postseason game since 1991. And now the Lions will host two straight, two playoff games in a row for the first time in franchise history, Sunday at three o'clock. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers that are out there. Met so many people down at Ford Field last night that uh, say they listen to the show. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, thank you to those that are subscribing and watching for free each and every day on our lock on Lions YouTube channel. Let's talk about the organization a little bit, where it stands today, how exciting this time is, how everybody just nationally is gushing over the Honolulu Blue and Silver. It's fantastic. We'll get into that. We'll get you the PFF grades as we do each and every Monday, top five, bottom five Lion performers on both offense and defense from last night's win over the Rams. I also thought Dan Campbell outcoached Sean McVay. We will we'll get it. We will get into that. Officiating Rams fans, all ten of them, out in Los Angeles, they're pissed. They thought they were robbed. Yeah, welcome to our life here. Welcome to what we have to go through in Detroit. And uh, Kirby Joseph drawing the ire of some NFL experts and certainly Rams fans as well after yet another low hit. Kirby Joseph has now caused two torn ACLs in the last month we'll get into that today right here on locked on lions the podcast today here on a monday january the 15th is uh, brought to you by our friends at the game time app download the game time app create an account use code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase follow us on twitter at dairy speaks at locked on lions on twitter on threads at the real matt dairy matt dairy facebook fan page and again please watch us and subscribe on our Locked on Lions YouTube channel. What can you say about today? Did today not feel like one of the best days of your life? Seriously, for the hardcore Lion fans, for the diehards that have been waiting for this, to have a victory Monday, but a playoff victory, is something for a lot of you, you've not even witnessed. And for some of the, the old guys out there, the Ron Crackmans of the world, even myself, call myself an old guy at 50, although, in 91 for the 91, 92 season, I was a freshman in college, but regardless, it's just, it's exciting. And this organization deserves it. And I think I I would say that they deserve it because you know, they've worked so hard to build what they think is going to be a great mix of players that have grit, have toughness, play to the whistle, play every down, like it's their last um, there it's a good locker room. If you saw some of the videos that came out of the locker room last night from the lions, uh, the players all screaming, Jared Goff, Jared Goff, as he came in for after from the field, after his interviews, uh, Dan Campbell, handi- handing out game balls to Brad Holmes, those two embracing, there's a coach and a GM that work so well together that are on the same page. That's never easy. Just ask Bill Belichick and, and Robert Kraft. Just ask Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy. Um, just ask Arthur Smith and Arthur Blank, right? Those guys work so well together. And the golf story is unbelievable. I mean, this guy was flicked into the ashtray of society to use a Seinfeld term, uh, and discounted by the Rams and discarded. Now, the trade worked for both teams. LA won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford right away, and the Lions got Jared Goff, who can who can play. All right, he's damn good. And they got draft picks out of it. Turn those picks into Jamison Williams and, of course, Jameer Gibbs. Um, But it's exciting. This team deserves this. This is not some flash in the pan. This is not some fluke. Can the Lions improve? Of course. Their cornerback play has been subpar for months. They can't get any pressure off the edge unless it's number 97 or they blitz. They've got some holes, but. Still held the Rams to six points in the second half. Still won the football game. And how many times have we talked about it? Style points or, gosh, they came so close. Or they they outgained the Cowboys in the 2014 playoffs, but the officiating. Or, but they couldn't get a stop at the end. Whatever it was. And now this team has played 18 games this season. 18. They've won 13 of those 18 games. Oh, but the division's weak. Oh, okay. There's four teams left in the NFC. Two of them come from the NFC North. (laughs) Well, five teams if you count tonight. But you know what I mean. By the end of tonight, there'll be four teams left. Lions, Eagles, Niners, Packers. Or Lions, Bucks, Niners, Packers. They're just doing it. Right. They're building it right. This thing is being built right. How many of these guys are homegrown? They're young. They're Lions draft picks or they're guys like a Taylor Decker, like a like a Frank Ragnow, that Brad Holmes said, I've got to keep these people. It would have been very easy for Brad to come in and say, Any of these guys drafted by the previous regime, by the maestro Bob Quinn, hand picked by Matt Patricia, get them. Out of here. No, the Lions looked up and said, We've got some guys that can play. Why not keep them around? Re upping Taylor Decker, bringing back Graham Glasgow, Jalen Reeves Maben. All right. Um, you know, even though he was inactive yesterday, Tracy Walker is good in that locker room. And as they were talking about today <coughs> on Good Morning Football on NFL Network, the Lions have become a destination. Right, the Pistons are banking on free agency. The Tigers don't seem to want to spend on free agency. Heck, they they they're holding Casey Mize hostage and for arbitration for like $25,000, which is peanuts for ownership there. Right? Red Wings were able to go out and get some guys, but the guys they go get, you know, one of them's from here. Right? The Lions have turned Detroit into a destination. That's not been easy. But The Lions went up front, especially with their offensive line. We talked about the tackling, which at times was a little bit subpar last night, but good enough in some instances to get off the field. And as far as the coaching goes, I'll say it again. No one's talking about it, but I will. Dan Campbell outcoached Sean McVay. Look at the numbers. Look at the inside the 20. Look at the red zone efficiency. What was McVay doing? On some of those red zone calls. They're screening the Lions to death. Puka Nakua, bubble screens, bubble screen to Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, whatever. The Lions couldn't stop it. They get inside the red zone. They're, they're throwing lob passes out of bounds. They're not they, they, they're abandoning the run. Kyron Williams averaged over four yards of carry. Rams got too cute in the red zone. Maher had to kick three chip shot field goals, and that's what won the Lions the game. And Dan Campbell had his offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, go for it at the end. And on second and nine, instead of running it a couple of times and using clock, no, let's go get the and first down and win this thing. Let's put the ball in the hands of number 14. Get him the ball. He'll catch it. He'll run the right route. First down, game over. Awesome. So shout out to Lockdown Rams host Travis Rogers. Ripping on Dan Campbell last week a little bit. Nothing was clumsily stupid or whatever his terminology was. The Lions outcoached the great, the genius, Sean McVay. Look, McVay's got a good team. Re-energized. Rams look good. The Rams are going to be around for a while. they got a good young nucleus. Their defense is good. Their offensive line is young and good. Manhandled the Lions at times last night. But took the L. There you go. All right, coming up next, uh, PFF grades. Let's get into that, who did well and who did not, according to our friends from PFF. We will do that next right here on Locked Online. And we're brought to you by our friends at Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. That's because you got the Game Time app. It's the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events That are near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, which I love and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I know you got other apps and other options to buy tickets, but I'm telling you game time is the best. The view from your seat on the app is awesome. You really get to see where you are. You can even kind of scroll left or right to kind of give you the view of your seat in terms of what the real feel looks like. It's fantastic. All right. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps with Game Time. They got deals on everything. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Lockdown for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute, last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. And hey, what about our friends at Jace Medical? I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but we talked just a second about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That's pretty scary. Can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my wife or one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of JACE Medical. That's J-A-S-E Medical. The JACE case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including respiratory infections, UTIs, sinusitis, skin infections, among other things. This could happen to just about any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete uh, complete your physician encounter it will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, if I could speak, and your meds will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, that's J-A-S-E, medical.com, use offer code LOCKEDON to get 20%, I should say 20%, get $20 off your first order with Jace Medical. All right, we're back on a Monday edition of Locked On Lions. Lions will be watching tonight. Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. Winner gets the Leos Sunday at 3 o'clock on NBC. Man, if you thought last night was just electric at Ford Field, um, wait till tomorrow. The great Marshall Mathers in the house last night. Lions are doing a great job in connecting with some of the legends around here. Eminem resonates with people. A lot of Marshall fans out there. So uh, I'm all for it. I think he's cool. All right, PFF Grades, our friends at Pro Football Focus. What do they think of the Lions' performances? Last night and their win over the Rams, 24 to 23. First playoff win since 1991. On defense, your highest-graded Lions performer played 11 defensive snaps. And I was turning to my buddy Turner Backdorf for the game last night. I said, keep him on the field. Jalen reeves Mabin was everywhere again. A ninety-seven point five grade for JRM. Second was Aiden Hutchinson at eighty-seven point nine. Is he? Oh, PFF seems to love Hutch. Third was Ifiatu Melafonwu checking in at a seventy-five point three. Gaines Media poster boy Alex Anzalone a seventy-point three, and Aleem McNeil sixty-nine point five grade. Those are your top five Lion performers on defense according to PFF. Bottom five. Jack Campbell, brutal, 28.7. Ouch. Derek Barnes, 40.2. Third. Romeo Quara, 41.6. He was terrible against the, the, the screen game, kept missing tackles. Kindle Vildor, 42.9. And the fifth worst graded Lion defender, CJ Gardner Johnson, 46.4. We know who C.J. Gardner Johnson's rooting for tonight. (laughs) He wants a crack at his old team, the Eagles. As far as on offense, highest-graded lion performer, who else? Amon Ross St. Brown, 90.7. Guy is an absolute stud. First-team All-Pro, but, yeah, didn't make the Pro Bowl. Okay. Jared Goff, second at an 82.7. Graham Glasgow, the right guard, 79.1 grade. Josh Reynolds had a big night, 77.9. And Brock Wright, Brock Tober was back, 71.4 grade for Brock Wright. As far as the worst performing Lion offensive players, at the bottom was Jason Cabinda, 45.8, Frank Ragnow, 53.8, Sam Laporta, 54.5, he gutted it out last night, Jonah Jackson, 55.3, and Jamison Williams, at a 58.5. Those are your top five and bottom five lion performers from last night's win over the Rams. Nothing really surprises me there. I thought the offensive line, some of those guys would have graded out a little bit better. I thought they did a pretty darn good job, especially in the pass blocking game. But I guess, you know, if you look at it here, the run blocking numbers weren't great against that Rams defense. And again, a lot of three and outs in the second half. Um, The offense was just humming in the first half scoring 21 points, and just putting up touchdowns. Uh, Second half, Rams made adjustments and Lions made adjustments. But the bottom line is this, and we said this again last night in the post-game pod, this team needs cornerbacks in the draft. They're going to need in free agency to sign a corner and also another edge rusher, all right? No team is perfect. This is a team that is very, very talented and very, very good, all right? Two wins away from... The Super Bowl, they are. That's the bottom line. Uh, it's only stone cold, but no, seriously. Holes aside, the Lions get the ball in the hands of the people they need to, when needed. Right, end of the game. I want David Montgomery carrying the rock, and this is no no knock on Jameer Gibbs, but Montgomery to me gets the tough yards, secures the football. All right, second and nine. Goff's throwing. You're like, whoa, he's throwing? Get it to number 14. He's the best player on the team. Dan Campbell said it last night. Right? Anzalone's starting to step up and play really well. Right? You want some veteran presence and leadership out there. Cam Sutton, we know, has struggled. All right? You mentioned Sutton's PFF grade. Let me find this. Uh, Cam Sutton checked in at a... He was 10th. 56.0, but you can't just play all young guys. You've got to have some veteran players out there and some leaders. There was a timeout at one point. I think it was the two minute warning. The offense was on the field. They were getting a breather. It was a TV timeout and Cam Sutton came out and just high-fived and dapped up all the guys on offense. Defensive player in the huddle, helmet off, just went out, shook everybody's hand. It's like, put this game away, guys. Those are the kind of guys you want on your team. I know Sutton has really struggled in coverage the last few weeks, and hopefully gets it straightened out. But I love the leadership there. Love it. And um, this team's winning, man. They're winning. And for you, the fans, to get another home playoff game on Sunday is absolutely amazing. Thank you, Dallas Cowboys. Man, what a clown show they are. Just amazing. Amazing. They didn't just lose to the Packers. They got embarrassed. And for all this Bill Belichick talk, is Belichick really going to want to deal with Jerry Jones and that kind of pressure down in Dallas? He's going to have his pick of jobs. And yes, there's talent there, especially on defense with Parsons and Lawrence and those guys. Bland. I don't know if Belichick wants that headache of his owner after every game having to come out and do a little press briefing and. Not sure that's Belichick's cup of tea, per se. Um, Rams fans are complaining about officiating. And they're complaining about Kirby Joseph. Um, I think they have a gripe on one thing. I'm going to get to that coming up next. Right here on Lockdown On Lions. The Monday pod today brought to you by FanDuel NFL in playoffs is here. We got college basketball Pistons even won today. If you had money down on the Pistons, hopefully you were betting on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet at FanDuel. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet. They got live same game parlays. They got you can find bets in the new Explore tab. What about making a parlay in the Parlay Hub? That's the best way to find all the popular parlays and more. Any of the matchups this weekend? Any of the stuff tonight with Tampa and the Bucks? Thinking about get, making the game more interesting? Get that account going at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So visit FanDuel.com/slash LockedOn and make sure your first bet is an absolute layup. That's FanDuel.com slash fanduel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so many of you probably have seen it on social media. Uh, Craig Rolstad is getting absolutely lit up, especially by Rams fans, because on 3rd and 14, right before the Rams punted, another dumb McVay decision, with three minutes to go, Third and 14, Puka Nakua runs a route against Cam Sutton down the right sideline, turns around, a little quick out. Stafford avoids the rush, fires it to him, and it was incomplete. Cam Sutton grabbed the jersey of Puka Nakua. He did. Cam Sutton was holding on. Rams fans are like, oh, oh my God. They missed interference. They cost us the game. Hold on a second. Was that a well-called game by that officiating crew last night? No, it was not. When Jameer Gibbs is two steps onto the white chalk on the sideline in front of the Rams bench and gets leveled, that's 15 yards. That's a personal foul late hit. No whistle. I'm sorry, but when on fourth down and five, the Lions are going for it, and the Rams clearly jump offsides, and Taylor Decker has whistled for a false start, And they show the replay 50 times on NBC and everybody sees the Rams encroach. Don't tell me that a couple of bad calls against LA are the reason why the Rams lost the officiating and Craig Rolstad's crew sucked on both sides, both ways. All right. So, I don't want to hear about Rams fans bitching about refs, especially after what took place a couple of weeks ago in Dallas and how robbed the Lions were. Did Cam Sutton grab the jersey? Sure. All right. Did Aleem McNeil late hit Matthew Stafford, nearly causing him to get concussed earlier in the game? Probably. Probably should have been a personal foul, roughing the pass. But calls were missed on both sides. You're out of bounds, like Gibbs was, and you get flattened. That's 15 yards. When you get drawn, uh, when when, when there's a neutral zone infraction, and everybody, including Chris Collinsworth on TV, goes, worst call I've ever seen, don't give me that. That forced the Lions to have to punt instead of getting a free first down. That changed the momentum of the game. Not just the Nakua play at the end where Sutton appears to grab his jersey. Not appears, he does. It's a bad call. It's a bad miss. It was. Now, the big one that fans are talking about out in L.A., and there's some talk around the league about should they suspend Kirby Joseph. Joseph with the late hit on Tyler Higby, the Rams' tight end, on a pass over the middle. Higby's bobbling it. Joseph comes in low, smashes him in the knees, and now he's got a torn ACL. And it's the second torn ACL in what? Four weeks that Joseph has caused. Remember, he low bridged TJ Hawkinson a few weeks ago in Minnesota in week 16 and now does the same to Higby. Joseph was asked after the game about the hit. He said, I wasn't trying to injure anybody. I just went low to break up the ball, break up the pass, which he did. But I've watched the replay a few times and I don't like it. There's no reason to lower your helmet into somebody's knees. And tear their ACL. If Joseph plays the ball, he might intercept it. The ball's being bobbled up here by Higby. Joseph comes in like this, way down low. Lowers his helmet into the knees. Collinsworth said during the game, because <clears throat> I went and re it this morning, yeah, I've talked to 25 different receivers that say they'd rather get hit in the head than get low-bridged like that. First of all, that's stupid. All right, getting hit in the head could cause brain damage, CTE, concussions. You don't want either one in the game. I think the league probably needs to find Joseph for that hit. But don't tell me that it's worse than getting hit in the head, getting like a helmet-to-helmet shot. That's not the case. But Kirby Joseph has got to clean that up. Is it just a coincidence now that the second time in four weeks he's caused a torn ACL for a tight end? Maybe, but going in and low bridging at somebody's knees when you could have played the ball and he lowers his head is not a good look. Kirby Joseph has got to clean it cleaned up. He's a good football player, he's a ball hawk, he's made plays only in his second year. Another fantastic Brad Holmes draft pick, but head down into the knees. Finds me a Dan Dickerson strike at the knees. Got to clean that up. Did it cause the Rams to lose the game? Stop it. No, it didn't. All right. No, it didn't. All right. We're working on a uh, pretty good guest for tomorrow. We'll uh, hopefully have that tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. And checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe on YouTube if you have not yet. Victorious Detroit Lions getting ready for another home playoff game at Ford Field this weekend. That is just absolutely awesome. Right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. See ya.